Streaming live from the beautiful city of Hollywood, Florida, USA. This is SoFloRadio.com. Tell me those options again. We do nothing or we stick to our story. There's a third option. Oh, there's not. Having faith. We say nothing, which is what I strongly recommend. Or we tell the truth. The truth isn't even on the table. But the bitchiness has to stop, Charlie. We're inhaling it like it's a carbon emission blowing out the exhaust pipe of the crosstown bus we're stuck behind. Snark is the idiot's version of wit and we're being polluted by it like it's... You know, like it's blowing from the exhaust pipe of the crosstown yeah, that, bus. That, that still works. And all it takes, Charlie, all it takes is one great man. Kill me. A friend of the angels. <laughs> there are things we can do, Charlie, things we can do every day, things that are free. We can be one inch nicer to each other, an inch more polite. We can be decent. Maybe. But in the meantime, we should just keep lying. <laughs> Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Groovathon. I am Tony Seen. Of course, I'm joined live in the studio by the master of production engineering, the man to make sure that our groove is satiny smooth, and for whom this morning was Christmas Day coming early for, for some stocking stuffers. Say hello to Los Georges. Hey, anything interesting going on these days? <laughs> Not really much going on out there. Of course, every Groovathon centers around an attitude. Of gratitude, mucho mahal to everyone tuning in live and downloading the show here in America and around the world. Oh, yeah. Who's got a big smile on their face? Care of care of Santa Muller. <laughs> that <laughs> what? Would, that would be you. No, I was watching Fox and Friends. And there's like a whole other world. They don't, they're not even Apparently, there's, there's a controversy between two emoji options for... I said hamburger. Go, right. For the and, hamburger. And I was outraged because I can't believe that they're not discussing a roller skate emoji, which they have yet to issue, despite the petition. Well... The other reason for us, <laughs> how about the weather? Is this like the, the this, this is, is the day you dream about? This yeah. is the dream day right here. This is why we pay our dues in the summer, absolutely, so that we can reap this bountiful reward. And of course, this will signal the beginning of the snowbird migration. Oh yeah, you know, you know what that means. Time. That means next week during your drive groove, the annual playing of Paul Gilbert's uh, "Everybody Use Your Goddamn Turn" signal. So you know that's coming up. That's the annual. That's. That signals, oh yeah, like you know the swallows back to Capistrano. Mm-hmm. There it is. Of course, we are now back once again after our second consecutive three-week hiatus. I was back in New York, you know, managed to catch a few great shows. Caught a great show last night. I'll be talking about that. Obviously, I'm going to be talking about a lot of the stuff that's happened over the last three weeks. Hey, there were real reasons why we took the extra break, but I'll tell you something. Okay, we're coming back strong, baby. We are coming back 
strong. I've also yeah. decided to completely ignore the fact that tomorrow is Halloween. Uh, I just don't. Uh, I'm uh, ignoring uh, it. This is, it's okay. been a little bit upstaged over here. And I'm going to accuse you of doing this on purpose. This is a setup. That's, you want yeah. to come back? No, no, no. no. There's nothing. <laughs> you know, there, there's not. I'm, I'm, the only thing I have to say is happy birthday to my friend Roger. You know, I'll be told because we were together in New York. His, he's a Halloween. I have three friends of mine whose birthdays were on Halloween. They so, must have the best parties. They Well, some do, some don't. Of course, there is lots and lots of stuff to get to today. So we have got to get this motor running. Uh, let me see what we got here. We've got uh, the Senate makes Mike Pence stay up past his bedtime so they can use him as a doormat. <laughs> Why the only whitefish I like comes from Murray's Sturgeon Shop. Florida throws $1 billion into private school vouchers and then takes a powder on overseeing how the taxpayer's money is spent. Plus, Tesla provides power in a jiffy. Iraq muscles in on Saudi Arabia's turf. Exxon somehow manages to weasel out of a $74 billion fine, all while Trump puts a coal-powered fox in charge of the mining hen house. And I will attempt to conjure up a number small enough to gauge the Waffle House Index for Puerto Rico. Of course, all, right. all of that is going to be scattered, smothered, covered, chunked, diced, peppered, capped, and topped with the finest, most diverse groove anywhere on the air. Okay? And now, I had this one song. Didn't know what it was. You did. So, so much for the competition. Nobody gets a hat. Suckers. I don't know <laughs> what else to tell you. I want the hat. <laughs> right, yeah, well, we've already got one. I'll come up with another way to have people participate in the show. We're, we're, I'm going right. to start be. I'm going to start trying to add a little bit more of a participatory angle to the show, but not today. <laughs> it's all us, baby. Just past two o'clock, and the only Hollywood that doesn't have a perpetual sex scandal going on. Yeah, Hollywood. Florida, that means the sun has just come up on the big island. Aloha to the Kau crew. Just passed 7 at night in Dublin, Lytham, St. Anne, Lisbon, and the rest of Western Europe. Without the mouse, yo, Gramps, you ready to get this thing started? I'm mouseless. Let's go. There we go. Saddle up and stick around. It's the Groovathon on SoFloRadio.com.
People don't go to the dentist anymore like Laurel and Hardy with a kerchief around their head. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. 
boy, you know, you go because you get 14 notices that saying, please come in for a checkup, please, you know, we haven't examined your teeth since 1958. If you have any left, please bring them to doctor. <laughs> so you go one day, right? Unpleasant to walk in, smells like cloves. <laughs> Favorite dental spice, they put it in everything they use. The worst, walk in, everything is teeth. The whole motif is teeth. The lamp is a giant molar. The magazines of teeth on the wall before and after shots. Diseased gums. It's a very unpleasant experience. Puts a bib on me. I have no control of the situation. And you pay him to hurt you. You sit in this chair, he puts a bib on. What are you going to do now? You're going to take a steel little uh, probe and you're going to scratch near some decay causing me agony. How much you want for that? $10? Certainly. Well, I know it's part of my health program. You don't get the immediate benefit of a good torture session over at the dentist. Eh? It has to be told to you. Well, of course it's good for you. Of course, you know. What are you going to do now? You're going to take a steel bird drill, very slow, four revolutions per minute. We're going to see smoke. Anyways, right? Nice smell of, like, burning chicken feathers from the friction. Right, like burning flesh, sure. Uh, you're going to drill through the hard enamel of my tooth into the soft inner pulp causing me agony. How much you want for this? Fifty? Certainly. Well worth it. Part of my health picture. Anyway. He warms up his weapon there. Woo! Presses his foot and all this power. Woo! 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 Switches the points all the time. I don't think that'll hurt enough. Let's see. Put this one in. I think this will give a good solid jolt. Let me get him out of the chair. <laughs> there you go. Okay, open the hanger, let the airplane in. He forgets how old you are in the chair. Heads ahead, you know. I had one doctor who said, if it hurts you, tap me. Tap me on the back. You ever hear that one? Tap me. I broke three of his ribs. Tap me. He's not stopping. It's also a slightly counterproductive maneuver to hit someone on the back who has a live drill in your mouth. You've got a drill for your palate. Close work. You know. oh my God! I can't believe it's good for me. Copy.
It loads my mouth with absurd garbage. Cotton, suckers, things, metal, thing, under the gum, all the gum. He talks about things that I feel compelled to answer. He never talks about the weather. He always chooses things like, I understand your mother's been having an affair with the superintendent. Well, that President Nixon sure got a rough deal. Why don't they get off his back? Look, let me take this stuff out of my mouth for a second. This is 1975, Jim. Look, doctor, this is the most modern scientific technological society with men to the moon, computers talking. Is there anything for the pain? You have gas? You have gas? What did you tell me? Now, he gives me this thing, nitrous oxide gas. Now, it is a different concept in dentistry. With nitrous oxide gas, you feel the pain, but you don't give a shit. <laughs> and he gave me the spiel. You know, breathe slowly and evenly through this. Don't be frightened. It'll feel like a few martinis. Like, give me that. <laughs> right to the valves. I knew which one. Give me that thing. Sit down, doc. I think you've had enough. Give me that thing. I'll tell you what I've had enough. It's my pain. <laughs> what happened to the music? different uh, situation, you know. I feel like vulnerable. I'm going to say something stupid like tutu punku and I have no control. You know what I mean? You want to put the airplane in the hangar? Go. Good. I like that. Good. That's just right.
You funky, 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 funky. You got, I like that song because he just says the word funky like 50,000 times. Yeah, Cyril Neville doing a song called Gossip. That was 45. He released, of course, that is Aaron Neville's brother. So he was obviously in the Neville Brothers. He's also in the meters. Coincidence? Yeah, coincidence. Also, he's part of a thing called the Royal Southern Brotherhood. Um, you know, a bunch of guys and Mike Zito and stuff like that. Before that, yeah, baby, Samantha Fish doing Chills and Fever, which is the title track from her brand new CD. Well, it came out this year called Chills and Fever. I just saw her last night at the Funky Biscuit. Shout out to the Funky Biscuit. Shout out to Ginger Weaver. When a friend of mine, I haven't seen her. She's an old friend of mine. I hadn't seen her since I got back from Hawaii. So it was like three and a half years I've been back down here and I still hadn't seen her. So this was perfect. She's a real chicks are, you know, it's a rarity to find chicks that are in the shredders and she's into it. So fantastic show. Bit of an ode to Amy Winehouse going on with that one. This chick, I swear to God, Samantha Fish, she's like Amy Winehouse if Amy Winehouse was also a killer guitar player and blues guitar player. Okay? That's, you know... I highly recommend it, and to prove that point even further, I've got another track from Samantha Fish for the Drive Groove later on. I played a couple of tracks from her last year. I did a, did a killer version of um, the Screaming Jay Hawkins song, uh, you know, I Put a Spell on You. So, And uh, this particular album, she's uh, on Chills and Fever, she's actually using members of a band called the Detroit Cobras, which are like this garage band out of Detroit that has like a bazillion members over the years, you know, different lineups for touring, different lineups for when they're in the studio. I mean, they have almost as many members as uh, Pig Face, which I believe still has the record for total number of people. There's a lot of cool shit coming out of Kansas City these days. A uh, chick coming around called Danielle Nicole, who also performed with Samantha Fish uh, a couple of years ago for Benefit. Uh, she's from a band called Trampled Underfoot, for all you Zeppelin fans out there. She's actually going to be at the, I just know she's going to be at the Funky Biscuit Coming up, but she's pretty cool stuff. And, of course, my friend Alon Portnoy now lives in Kansas City, so you got the Wasman and the Purple Velvet. So it's more than just fucking barbecue, man. So before that, 10 years, not 10 years after, 10 years. Name of the song, of course, Novocaine from their new CD, How to Live as Ghosts, which literally just came out Friday, October the 27th. I'm looking through some stuff. These guys are from... Uh, Tennessee, from Knoxville, Tennessee, and so I'm reading a bunch of stuff on him because, you know, I do the homework so you don't have to. One of the one of the uh, people writing about them described them as, I have it written, alt-metal, alt-metal. What is okay. it? Everything is alt. You've got the thing, then you've got the alt thing. Y- yes, and it will always be that way. Yeah. It will all, and, and What's the alt blow uh, <laughs> and everything, everything that uh, that is popular was once upon a time the alt, and well, when they stopped being the alt, they were sad. <laughs> you know, you just know, ask the police and Blondie and all the, the people. Alt, the regular, the alt, the super alt, the semi alt, the quasi alt. Before that, mm. nice little mix in there, baby. Yeah, Beastie Boys. That's it. That's all from Two to the Five Burrows, mixed into Joe Quarterman. I'm going to get you from Sir Joe Quarterman. And the Free Soul came out in 1973. I was talking about him last week. One of the most sampled guys out there. I've been playing the. I played the the song from Third Base last week. Use that sample in there. So you got a little Joel Quarterman and surrounding that beautiful mix. We love him. Can't get enough of him. Robert Klein from New Teeth doing the routine. New Teeth and bits and pieces. Just some great stuff in there. He's got it. He understands what it's about. Before that, Duralcha. Get O. 
Funk, which is a 45 from 1974, those guys from North Carolina, and it's literally the only thing they ever recorded. Actually, they, they have two 45s, and this song, Get O Funk, is the B-side to both of the 45s. And kicking off the show, straight fucking rock and roll. Leaf Hound, name of the song is Stray from an album, Growers of Mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. Came out in 1971, so they're only album, those guys from England, and the rumor is that they recorded the entire album, it's like 34, 35 minutes, in 11 hours. They went into the studio, banged that shit out in 11 hours. And what they came up with was one of the most collectible, rare records ever. The original pressing of Growers with Mushrooms uh, in fine condition, an original pressing of it sold last year for $4,329, which is, that's an expensive piece of vinyl, man. Yeah. You know, Don't I mean, I re- back in, you know, back in my day, you know, when I was a kid, I remember, you know, I'd go down, you know, we'd go to places like Venus Records and Bleaker Bob's and stuff. You want to get collectibles. Back in those days, it was like Elvis Presley's first Christmas album. Um, I had a friend of mine who had an original uh, Beatles Yesterday and Today, the Butcher Baby cover, but mm-hmm. he, with the steamer trunk cover, like, pasted over it because they, right. they got yeah, in right. trouble for it. Yeah. If you can find one without that in fine condition on the original, I guess it was. What were they on Capital? You can find that. I can't even imagine what that's worth these days. That's got to be, that would be up there in the many thousands of dollars category. So, yeah, what caught my eye recently? Well, just yeah. to get this out of the way. <laughs> the Mets and Yankees both dubbed their managers. And the Mets, you know, kudos to Terry Collins, who did the best he could with what he had. Made to the playoffs two years in a row. Made to the World Series. So, props, okay? Mm-hmm. But he was the oldest manager in Major League Baseball. Well, they the Mets now have a new manager. The guy's name is Mickey Callaway. He was the pitching coach for the Indians, and he turns 43 in May. So they went from one of the oldest managers to one of the youngest. So just I just want to throw this one out there. DNC, mm-hmm. okay? Democrats, all right? Take a take a cue. We went from the oldest who was flailing where everything was injured, the entire pitching staff was injured. And then you know what we did? We got a young guy who specializes in pitchers. I'm just saying, just saying, just throwing mm-hmm. it out there. Yankees are going to get rid of Joe Girardi because, you know, they didn't win the World Series, so fuck them. That's literally the, you know, that's the Yankee mentality. It's, if you don't have a World Series, the season sucked. You sucked. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> okay. Here's one that caught my eye real quick. Columbia football keeps winning. Some fans aren't happy about it. Columbia football at one point had like the longest losing streak in football. They're like 44 games in a row or something. Well, now all of a sudden, they're 6-0 this year in first place, guaranteed to make the, have a winning season for the first time in years. And people don't know how to react to it. Like all these people who are long, you know, Columbia graduates and longtime fans, they don't know what to do with themselves with a good team. So I thought that was interesting. They They couldn't figure that out. Here's a couple of quick things that kind of caught my eye back to back. Um, the big old nasty get down, which is a con- conglomeration of fantastic soul, funk, blues musicians that get together. George Clinton and just a whole bunch of great people. I've got their volume one and I played stuff by them on the show. They now have to do a Kickstarter campaign to launch their new CD. Like, no, you know. That's how they're doing it. And we're talking about people who are icons in the music getting together to do this. Mm. And yet, 
in order to make sure they can print enough CDs, they've got a Kickstarter campaign so that people can pay their money ahead of time for the CDs. They've recorded it already, but now they've got to, you know, manufacture CDs. And they have to do a Kickstarter campaign. The other thing that caught my eye was Las Vegas shooting victims are turning to GoFundMe mm. for help with medical bills. Mm. I guess that's the replace part. They've repealed it, and they're going to replace it with GoFundMe. That's, that's health care now. GoFundMe. Right. Yeah. No, unbelievable. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm speechless. I know. Sorry. Unbelievable. So, yeah. Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Okay. There was a bunch of stuff. This one I thought was very interesting. Okay. According to the Federal Emergency Management Agency, according to FEMA, Waffle House is one of the top four corporations, along with Walmart, Home Depot, and Lowe's, for disaster response. Waffle House has an extensive disaster management plan with on-site and portable generators and positioned food and ice ahead of severe weather events such as hurricanes. This helps mitigate the effects of of a storm on the power grid and the supply chains. The company prepares jump teams of recovery staff and uh, of recovery staff and supplies brought in from outside the disaster affected areas so that local staff can focus on helping their own homes and families, which I think is that's great. I mean it's Waffle House too. The ability of a Waffle House to remain open after a severe storm, possibly with a limited menu, is used by FEMA as a measure of a disaster recovery known of of a disaster recovery and it's known as the Waffle House index. I swear to God. Now, Waffle House has 400 and some odd locations, okay? Right. All on mainland America, none in Puerto Rico. So I'm thinking to myself, this is the perfect time for them to go down and open up a Waffle House in Puerto Rico. Sounds great. I'm trying to find my Waffle House picture. I'm a big fan. Oh, I love Waffle House. Yeah. I love it. There's, you know, scattered, smothered, chunk, dice, cap, top, the whole ball of wax, yeah. baby. We love that action. So that was, I, I thought that was interesting because you've got Waffle House versus Whitefish. Now, <laughs> I'm telling you right off the bat, I'm going to take Murray's Sturgeon Shop Whitefish Salad over to Waffle House, you know, over there, over there, you know, was it, uh, I guess, you know, their their fries or whatever, the potato shit that they scatter, smother, and chunk all over the place. Mm-hmm. All right? Uh, from Montana <laughs> to Puerto Rico, a small firm strikes a powerful deal. But the other headline was Tesla makes quick work of Puerto Rico Hospital Solar Power Relief Project. Tesla literally went in there and just fired up. They were like, they had it done in like three days. They yeah, literally yeah, just I, turned I an entire hospital into so you know made it solar powered done three days mm. now this would these cats from whitefish these these catfish from whitefish these catfish from whitefish <laughs> they were told they were told to fucking swim yeah they were they've been swimming upstream long enough it looks like the bear that is the uh fucking governor of puerto rico stuck out his paw and snagged that salmon when he was trying to go you know up the waterfall before it spawned so now they're they're they lost the contract. Yeah. You of course have a personal I, connection. If if I had been drinking coffee, and I'm glad I wasn't, uh, I would have spat it up when I heard the news of oh, a small company in Whitefish, Montana. A small company in Whitefish. That's like saying a small company in Mayberry, right? <laughs> Why well, I lived in Libby, Montana for many years, as as uh, we've often established, and. Um, Whitefish is to Libby what Shelbyville is to Springfield in the, in the Simpsons. It's about an hour and a half drive away. Uh, we every 
uh, sporting team, uh, you know, of, of Libby High School would compete against the the counterpart in Whitefish, as well as you know Kalispell and Anaconda sure. and the other, uh, you, you know, Cut Bank, Knoxon, and the other neighboring towns those, of the area. All those vast metropolises. What you, what you have to what you have to envision that people here in the sprawling megalopolis might not relate to is when we talk about our different boroughs like Coral Gables or Plantation or something. There is no separation of Urbania in between yeah, oh us, yeah, you just us and them. It's There's just like a, a different, sign. It's on a different the, zone. Yeah, it's like a sign on the street. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a different it zone. Matter. We're talking about these these different towns. We are all isolated in our towns by miles and miles of Rocky Mountains. So even if you drive, it's about an it's you know an hour forty seven according to the Google Maps. But we made it an hour thirty if we broke a lot of laws. Sure. So hold it. There are dated, laws in Montana. I've dated more than one girl from Whitefish, and for a while Montana had no speed limit. Yeah, I know. That's what but I was just still, about to say. But there's that. still two lane mountain roads, so physics is your speed <laughs> limit. There, you can only you can only you know the curve, the curve of death lined with the crosses over there. <laughs> right. You know that's the speed limit. <clears throat> you know those are the bumper rails. <laughs> <laughs> those, like where the previous people have died. Where you take that back fender, just you roll just, it against it. So you, you never, drift off. Nevertheless, that's how where drift car racing was yeah. invented. Of course, is yeah. on those mountain roads. So we dated more than one person. So when I heard about a small company in Whitefish. It's it's by the way it's the gateway. It's a beautiful town, and it's the in a, in a beautiful area. Uh, gateway so to uh, Yellowstone. The gateway to Yellowstone. Yeah. One of the gateways to Yellowstone. And beautiful area. I, I would live in Whitefish in a heartbeat. When I found, it, yeah, it's but I wouldn't beautiful. trust a company from there to no! fucking redo my electrical. No. Grid. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah. And by no. the way, I'm sure this has nothing to do with the fact that Ryan Zink is from nothing. there and that his son was involved in. That is just coincidence. You and they your liberal conspiracies. Con- they earned that contract. They earned it. They you know earned what they did? it. You know, you know what I heard is that uh, they were very preemptive in their solicitation of their services uh, up to and including before the hurricane hit. Right. They went in there and basically, yeah, they they basically, you know, for they, Johnny on the what spot. What about a whole, right. you know, early bird What gets, about us? Early bird gets the uh, sure. infrastructure contract. Fuck you. Sure. What? Of course. Yes. <laughs> yes. How funny. That's chortle. <laughs> White fish. Ha ha. Close to home. Damn. Well, that's close. the whole thing. You hear about it and you think it can't be true. And then you take yeah. a look at it and guess what? Dude, it's true. One tick on the map. One tick on the map to the left and you got my town. <laughs> All right. So what else? We got what real journalism looks like. Orlando Sentinel exposes yeah. Florida's $1 billion school voucher scam. And this is one of those interesting things. It said uh, reporters Beth Kassib, Leslie Postal, and Annie Martin reported that, quote, Private schools in Florida will collect nearly $1 billion in state-backed scholarships this year through a system so weakly regulated that some schools hire teachers without college degrees, hold classes in aging strip malls, and falsify fire safety and health records. Education, sec- uh, unquote. Education Secretary Betsy DeVos mm-hmm. refused to visit any public schools during an August trip to Florida. In March... DeVos joined President Trump in touring a voucher school. Yeah. You know? Yes. The number of children using the scholarship programs has tripled in the past decade to 140,000 students in nearly 2,000 private schools. Many of these schools, which are subject to little state oversight, are heavily reliant on the state scholarship programs to keep their doors open. After Palm Beach, Palm Bay police began investigating Principal Samuel Fidel Jr., who was accused last year of lifting the shirt of a 15-year-old student and putting his mouth on her breast. Vidal shut down his private Christian school. 
Christian mm, mm. school, yeah. the Sentinel found. But the police investigation didn't stop Vidal, 41, from winning approval from the Florida Department of Education to open a new private school in Palm Bay and collect nearly 200000 in state-backed scholarships. And even after Vidal was charged with felony lewd or lascivious molestation, prompting the state to pull scholarship from the second school, it approved yet another school this year with ties to Vidal. They just... They don't this care. This guy they don't literally care. raped 50 they girls and the cows yeah. come home and they're going to keep giving them money. They don't care. You know? They, they, they just care. keep giving them... Mm-hmm. What are, I think you got that from my Facebook feed. I, where I think you got that story. Yeah, it's I entirely take, possible. I totally want to take credit for that. Uh, oh, I, hate, I hate her. I, I hate uh, Betsy DeVos. Oh, we all do. And I hate what they're, uh, what another, they're trying to do to the public schools. How'd she get the job? She's, she's literally whitefish. She's literally the she, whitefish of the she, government. She got it because she's, she's got connections. the epitome of a fake Christian. Yeah. The the textbook uh, poster child for fake Christianity. She's an vile, evil woman who holds uh, b- prayer breakfasts and Bible <laughs> studies. She's breakfast. a she's she's the antithesis she's of Jesus. About all the, the opposite in of everything that Jesus who actually stood pray for. just to get breakfast. She she doesn't like care. She doesn't care. I was just watching a video this morning uh, with her where she re- refused to require uh, a- to enforce any discriminatory things for schools that receive right. federal money. Yeah. Anything they just want to turn in, back all the things on date rape, the race, whole thing on including race. So you can have all whites elementary private school. Uh, yeah. Wait wait charter school and receive federal funding, and that's just fine with Betsy DeVos. It is well. Unbelievable. So I thought this was funny. Uh, what's her name? Sarah Huckleberry, whatever. She said at some point, she goes, she was complaining, of course, as usual. It's never Donald Trump's fault. It's the Senate's fault. It's Congress's fault. She goes, I think Senate should stop taking vacations until they get something done. Okay, I agree. She finally said something I'm on board with 100%. No mm-hmm. vacations. Until you get something done, you, don't, you haven't earned them. You haven't earned your salary. You haven't earned a vacation. You've earned nothing. You're just bitching and moaning and screaming and yelling and ranting and raving about something that's going to look good, okay, Mm. to your rabid bunch of, you know, cognitively the clan, Nazis, (laughs) okay, followers. So following that, here's one. In the dead of night, Republicans vote to give lawsuit immunity to banks. And what happened was, uh, here is Tuesday night, as many Americans preparing to go to bed, an evenly divided Senate voted to give broad lawsuit immunity to credit card companies, auto lenders, credit reporting companies like Equifax and yeah. other financial firms. It was a 50-50 tie in the Senate. Thank you, Mike Pence. Yeah. It was broken by Mike Pence. Very late at night. I remember uh. on the last show I was talking about how Bill Maher had said we, we can survive Pence, but we can't survive Donald Trump. This is a perfect example, and I said mm. it's the other way yeah, around. Right. Here's the perfect example of why it's the other mm-hmm. way around. Right. This is why we can't survive Pence, because he's a fucking lapdog. Mm-hmm. He's a Koch brother. He's a fucking lapdog, mm-hmm. and he will continue to be yeah. a lapdog for as long as he's in politics. Yeah. Okay? As long as he's in politics, he will be a fucking lapdog. Right? You know, and, and, of course, they do it late at night, and nobody's paying attention. And so now you can't sue collectively. You can't bring a lawsuit. Everything in your contract when you sign these things for a credit card, for auto loan, for all this stuff, okay? It says that all disputes will be handled through uh, through mandatory arbitration. You can't right. sue anymore. Right. You right. can't bring it to a court of law. You got to bring it to an arbitrator who I'm just going to throw this out there as a maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking 
it's possible. Mm-hmm. Okay, that maybe the arbitrator okay might not be entirely impartial. And I'm going the way I'm thinking about this is when the rating agencies, okay, like Moody's and S and P and all that, gave all of those uh, bonds, those housing bonds, mm-hmm. AAA ratings, even though they were full of dog shit. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they were paid. They were paid by the banks to to do the ratings. So I'm thinking, I wonder if there's a chance that might happen again. Mm-hmm. I know, color me shocked. So I went back to New York for a week. I got to see great shows. I had a great time. As always, you know, I suck up every bit of that city when I'm up there for a little while. First, I get back, my first night, I go out. I see Tammy Faye Starlight at Pangea mm-hmm. doing Let It Bleed. I'm out there with Roger, my friend Kenny Altman, Tom Semioli was there. Ed Rogers was there. I played a track from him on my last show. Ed Melanie were there. Fantastic. Okay. She just finished up her residency at Pangea. She did four Thursdays in a row. I'm so grateful that I got to go down there and catch it. It's just, it's one of the, if you ever get a chance to see Tammy Faye, Starlight, do any of her shows. Nico, Marianne, Faithful. The, this one, the, the Jagger Richards thing. Go. It doesn't matter what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Go. It's a show. She's a show. She's a fucking show. And then, of course, <clears throat> myself and Roger, you know, we're already in the East Village. All right? We're down at 13th and 2nd. All right. 10, 30, 11 o'clock. You want to go out? Sure. Let's go out. Now, we wind up at this place called Manitoba. It's owned by a handsome dick Manitoba. It's down on, like, Avenue A and 7th. It's a fucking shithole bar, but with hoity-toity prices. All right. Oh, yeah. It's a dive. But, yeah. But. You, pay, you pay for the ambiance. Oh, you, yeah. You, yeah. You pay for that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You're paying for it. All right. So we end up there. And I swear to God, you know, I haven't stayed out till 3 in the morning in a while. But I did that. And they've got like this. In, in the bar, they've got one of those little photo booths. You know, you put your money. It takes four consecutive pictures. I've got... One, you know, they, they give you two of them. So Roger's got one, and I've got one. All right, yeah, you could tell it was late. You just take one look at that, and you're like, guys, you're not twenty. Okay, this is the kind of shit. People, uh, the next day, everything on my fucking body hurt. My whole <laughs> body hurt. Everything, everything on my body hurt. And I'll, I mean, I literally, I felt like I'd been eaten by coyotes and crapped over a cliff. <laughs> all right, that's what you feel like, you know, and. But here's the thing, okay? People like me and Raj, okay, we man up in a situation like this. We fucking man up. We summon the strength to, yeah, do it all over again the next night. Head all the way up to Harlem. We go up to a place called The Shrine, 133rd Street, and Adam Clayton Powell Jr. Boulevard. This place is cool as shit. If you live in New York and you've never been to The Shrine, Go. They have lineups. It is incredibly diverse music. We go up there to see my friend Eric Alterman and his band, The Slow Guns. I got a little bit from that show later on in the show today. So the thing about this, every inch of the walls there are covered with album covers. It's the most incredible montage of album covers. I, I'm standing there with Tom Semioli. Me, Tom, and Roger go up there. And we're, we can't stop looking at the ceilings, and it's everywhere. Every genre. 
shit next to each other. You're like, what the hell did they do putting those two things next to each other? You can tell they basically just started putting them up, but it's great. There's some cl- – it's just – it's like a history lesson. You could do an entire show just on the album covers in this place. It's really cool. The music is dynamite. There was like a uh, a skiffle band on like a little later on. Then a band from New Orleans with like a whole horn section and a guy wearing a really groovy suit. And downstairs where the bathrooms are, they have like this table there and on the table there's a saddle. I don't know why. It's there. It's there. It's just there. So New York was a lot of fun. Saw some great shows. My cousin uh, Jack got married. So Jack and Kristen. Mazel tov. <laughs> yeah. It was a very nice wedding. It was cool beans, man. It was really, it was a cool wedding and all. I thought what, what was funny is, you know, they have this band playing there. And one of the songs the band plays, they play uh, um, the Billy Joel song. Uh, just the way you are. No, it was uh, <laughs> Brendan and Eddie were the popular man in the summer. Oh, oh, lordy. Yeah, but whatever wow, that song that's is. Old. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm not sure this is entirely appropriate because you know how the song ends, right? Yeah, that's yeah, a they, bad song. They basically split up, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, you sure this is what you want to be playing the at the wedding? But they did. Nobody else really noticed it until I, I pointed out to my uncle. He's like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> like, come on, man! What the fuck? So that was a lot of fun. We definitely, though, I've got, I've got Groovus Maximus. We put yeah. together. You know, I had a, a very good friend of mine call me up a couple days ago. This is like to go Friday, and said, "Hey, you know, any chance you could play this particular track for me?" And the thing is, is now I send you the sets mm-hmm. ahead of time so we can get that fucking DJ Graham Smash to Flash. Swirling, mm-hmm. so you've already got the stuff. Yeah, so that was out. You know, I was like, "Sorry, it's already in the hopper, baby." Okay, <laughs> because remember we did right. that a couple a couple shows ago, right. and then I went, "Hey, I want to add this one in," and now it's you right. going five minutes is an eternity of time, and me <laughs> freaking the fuck <laughs> out. Okay, in the studio yeah. while you yeah. the pro. Okay, yeah. you're the professional. You're like, you kidding me? In five minutes, I put together the whole show and take a dump. Yeah. Okay, I got time for a dump and editing. So you're showing. I'm here like, come on, man. Come on. No, but it's good. Prep is good. Well, that's the whole thing. Now, I don't even, I'm not going down that road because it was just too, it it took too much out of me. But I'll tell you (laughs) what, you put it together, man. You absolutely did. We keep the group going here. You know, we were down on uh, 2nd Avenue, all right? Mm -hmm. There used to be a place down there called Nightingales. And that was where bands like Blues Traveler, and this next band got their start. You could see them for nothing. Two bucks on Wednesdays and shit like that. We kick off the net sack with the Spin Doctors on the Groove Don on SoFloRadio.com. i 
makes the world go round. What's that? Gold. Some people say love. Yeah, they're right too. It is love. Love of gold. smart how'd you figure it out oh, i tried to imagine a fellow smarter than myself and then i tried to think what would he do
Yeah, baby. Rock and roll. The Headless Horseman. See you again. That was from one of their first uh, 45s. Came out in 1988. If you are in the New York City area, this coming Sunday, their 30th anniversary show is going to be at the Brooklyn Bowl. So that's uh, Sunday, November the 5th um, at 8 o'clock. They're going to have some special guests, including uh, Loy Loney from... uh, Flaming Groovy is going to be with them. Hilton Valentine from The Animals is going to be with them. There's a band, the Bell Towers, the Wash Towers, or whatever, from uh, Orlando, Florida is going to be playing with them. So that's rock and roll show. So there's your rock and roll show for the upcoming week. The Headless Horseman at the Brooklyn Bowl, November the 5th. is coming Sunday at 8 o'clock. Before that, brand new stuff from Deadly Vipers. The song is called Doppelganger Son from the album Futronaut. Fuel. Tronaut. Oh, I see. Yeah, came out this year, those guys from France. Before that, Black Murder. Cynthia Ruth from the album Black Murder came out in 1970. Those guys from Detroit. That, you know, those are the anti black exploitation people. They were the people that wanted to kick the asses of the black exploitation people. Black Murder. Before that, I didn't know who it was until I sent it to you. Thank God for Graham Smash to Flash. Thank God for, for Los Georges. Thievery Corporation doing. Lebanese blonde. You're, you're welcome. I'm never going to show you how to Shazam music. Yet, yeah, either. I know. Well, that's not that I had to for that one because no, it, no, no, it's, no. It's on my, it's on my Pandora. Well, that was the whole thing. I mean, that that tune was in the yeah. background to one of these uh, freestyle frisbee things. So I basically converted it to an MP3, stuck it on there, and said, "Somebody's going to be able to tell me what the fuck this is." I'm somebody, and you are. You're, you're, <laughs> son. You are. You're a thing. You're not I nothing. You're a thing. I'm a thing. Before that, the Kingstonian Sufferer, 45, came out in 1970, surrounded by a couple little snippets from a favorite film of mine, Heist, which is uh, one of those David Mamet gems that's out there, you know, with the con inside of the con, inside of the con, inside of the con, inside of the con, with the con man conning the cons, con man cons. Con. I yeah, you know, does that all the time. It's a great movie, Heist. It really is a lot of fun to watch. Before that, The Majestics, Funky Chick, which is a 45, came out in 1969. Kicking it up, Spin Doctors, Big Fat Funky Booty from Turn It Upside Down. Saturday, you see those guys at Nightingale's on 2nd and 13th. And so that's why I was uh, with uh, Roger and Tom and see Tammy Faye because Pangea is between 12th and 13th on 2nd. Mm-hmm. So it was right across the street. So that's what kind of reminded me of all that. So a couple of quick things here. I just want to quickie here mm. because when I was back in New York was when all of the Weinstein, the Harvey Weinstein shit was like really just exploding. And in New York, you know, uh, this is a kind of a coastal thing. It's a New York, L.A. thing where it's really hitting home because that's where all of the people who are outraged by it all. You know, that's disgusting. Okay, just so we're clear on this, as far as Harvey Weinstein is concerned, he's not the story. What he did isn't the story. And the fact that everybody knew isn't the story. What's the story? The story is that everybody knew that everybody knew. Oh. I swear to God. Well. That's kind of the story. Everybody knew that everybody was aware of this, and people were, like, afraid of him. And now it's, like, you know, bandwagon time. And I'll tell you something. Groping at, groping is, like, the new epidemic. It's the epidemic du jour now. Mm-hmm. It used to be opioids, but now it's groping. You've got Trump, Weinstein, O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, George H.W. Bush. That... Dear old grandfatherly yeah. ex-head of the CIA smacking, you know, grabbing chicks' asses. And a saying, thousand points of light. A thousand. Yeah, he's got a thousand <laughs> fingers going right up there, place where the light don't shine. He's got American hands but Russian fingers. My favorite magician is David 
Copperfield. It's the gropioid epidemic. It's the grope. There it is. Trademark. There it is. Fired fired Fox News anchor Eric Bolin. Okay, guy gets fired. The next day, his done his son dies of a drug overdose. So that's the melting of it right there. You had one guy in the groping epidemic, and his son, the next generation, mm. the opioid epidemic, and it all came together in in a very nasty. way. I'm just then I see this thing. Mika Brzezinski responds to disturbing Halperin harassment allegations. Sky uh, Mark Halperin has been on the show for years and years and years. Mm. Apparently, you know. And now she harassed him. I know he he oh. harassed somebody oh. years ago. I see doing whatever. And I'll tell you something. I this is one of those situations now where I almost feel bad for what I'm about to say, and I know I'm just going to get a lot of shit for it. I'm better get but a pen. I know it's okay. It's recorded. We yeah. reco- we're recording this. Right? I'm going to write the time down. It's <laughs> a time and date for posterity. I'm going to tell you something. I'm gonna I'm gonna start to wonder if there are women out there, and I I know this is shitty. I know it is, and I'm apologizing. Who are thinking this might be the right time to get at somebody because now all this shit's out mm. there. So what's another one? I can just you know I can I can fucking wakeboard behind this big old boat of groping accusations. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have no doubt in my mind that like 99 out of 100 of these things are absolutely true. I'm worried, but I still worry about the one person who decides this is their time to get back at somebody. I'm just no, no. hey, let me pile on. Here's one. Here's one for you because I I think this thing this thing as well. I'm glad that uh, that this is getting the attention. That I am it is, too. First of all, and I'm glad that many women are finding the courage to come forward. I hope that no one is using this for the for the method that you just used. But that's that's always it's always going to be out there. Been it's a thing. People pe- bad people use the tool that is available to them. Men beat people. You, know, you so, get no so argument you use, from me. You use what's available to you if you're a bad person. Any tool and, in the and, box, and you, and you want to do it. And you want to do a bad thing, which is why you know do your best. You know, be be nice to your web footed friend because a duck may be somebody's mother you know that kind of thing <clears throat> so you never know you never know somebody's going to come at you with something just because you're bigger and tougher than I think it's all but, over the place man but here's here's well, what i'm going to say as if all here's, of a sudden it's i'm glad like, i'm glad and i and i hope this is a learning moment for everyone and a teaching moment for everyone but i do want to say this to the women have to be taught not do, to do this I, kind of I, shit I, to women Let's i would get that part straight. i would like to say yes i would like to say this to the women who are uh uh you know piling on right now and uh, deservedly so. Yes. Deservedly so. Yes. However, and well, we and some of us have been saying this for a long time, and I say this as a, as a father of two daughters, and, and I have a granddaughter, okay? And I want the world to be a wonderful place for them. And to that end, all right, if there weren't ample women willing to be with these men and have the children of these men, then there's no reason for these men to ever change their behavior. More than that. No reason at all. More than that. These chicks from like five five years ago and ten years ago, okay, who are now saying that this happened to them, let me tell you something. Every chick that this guy did it to after that is mm-hmm. your fucking fault too. Not really. But, did you get my point? And my contribution. You to come out way. earlier. Kate. Okay. Lest lest someone call me a hypocrite for what I just Sorry said. Sorry for putting it like this, but who doesn't somebody have the fucking balls? Lest, lest someone call me a hypocrite for what I just said. For my contribution to the society, I raised so far so so far one. Yeah, I'm working on the second one. Daughter who will not, would not, and did not do that, and there is proof. I God, know. Yes. You can meet my son-in-law. There you go. Yeah, not one of those kind of guys. Right. 
all right, with the other guy, a nice guy. Right. All right. I raised a daughter that would be with a nice guy. I was raised which, by my mother yeah. and all of her Barnard graduates. Yeah, would be friends, with a man, nice I, guy. I not learned, a sellout, not yeah. a whore, because every woman's got the opportunity to be a sellout and a whore right. and have the children of an obvious known asshole that everybody's saying, that's an asshole, and all your female friends say, that's an asshole, and you go with the I asshole I just think it's anyway. amazing that Weinstein's wife suddenly divorces him. Like, yeah, so, you live in Hollywood, so you're around all these people, yeah. you know what it is. You were just okay with him cheating on you. That was mm-hmm. all right. His little dalliances, they were okay. But once it gets to the point where yeah. he's, you know, walking around in a robe and jerking off in front of women yeah. in hotel lobbies, while the fuck? While you are, while you are making speeches and screaming and throwing uh, things at the at, at culpable parties, don't don't forget to save a couple of tomatoes for your sisters. Yeah, all yeah, right. that's it. Right. Back. And now, having said all that. The women are right and the men are wrong in this, and that's just yeah, right. whatever. It doesn't fucking. I don't. I don't Riley paid thirty-two million. What the fuck? Let me 30, ask you. Thirty-two. I thought it was thirty-five. Thirty-two. Who cares? Yeah. Let me ask oh. you. <laughs> let me ask. You, What's three? Four? What's three let me ask you this question. Though. I mean, how fucking bad does something have to be for you to fucking cough up thirty-two million dollars so that it Dude. doesn't come out? And then, of course, right. Fox News, you know, hired him anyway. Right. But they put a thing in his contract. They put one of these things in his contract. If you ever do it again, we can fire you. Like that wasn't in there the first time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, stu- I'm literally, I'm sitting here. I'm like, it because was okay. It was okay. It was okay up until he paid the 32 mil. Yeah, but you don't want to be held. You don't right. want to be fucking left holding you that you get one blackmail. You get one free pass, $35 million sexual harassment suit. But then after that. Yeah. It's your ass. Well, that's the whole thing. This is like another thing, you know, where certain people are willing to say, sure, wrong was done to me, mm-hmm. and this person is going to keep on doing it unless I say something, or, mm-hmm. or, 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 I can just get a bunch of money instead and let him continue doing what he's doing. <sighs> Michael Jackson. Huh. Everybody, everybody. With that fucking asshole people, from England. Male and female. The guy that had that kid show. Male and female. They found out he was right, like raping right, kids for right. 30 fucking years. Male or female. And paying them off. He continuously, this is how America works now, okay? This is a, okay, and I have a perfect example for you. Canada's Irving Oil fined $4 million in 2013 deadly rail disaster. Four million bucks. Wow. Yeah. Doesn't matter what you do. As long as you've got the money to pay somebody off and and appease them, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, I'm sure everybody, here's the transition, I'm sure everybody here, is wondering what's going on in the global oil market these days. I know you guys are anxious. Mm-hmm. I know you come to me. I understand that. Okay, I get it. Trump administration taps coal consultant for mining oversight. <laughs> okay. That right. should, yeah. The Trump administration on Thursday named a coal industry consultant and strong supporter of the controversial practice of mountaintop mining to head up the U.S. Interior Department agency that oversees mining operations and, you're going to like this part, mm. environmental cleanups. Oh, yeah. So he's a proponent of mountaintop mining, mm. and now he's in charge of cleaning up. Perfect. You're the guy creating all the mess, you stupid fuck. Fuck you, you fuck. Okay. Uh, during, uh, what's the guy's name? Stephen Gardner of Kentucky, an engineer and mining specialist who runs consultancy ECSI 
LLC, Limited Liability Corporation. So you know right off the bat, if he's running that kind of thing as a consultancy, but is still set it up as a limited liability corporation, mm-hmm. he's not actually producing a product or good. He's not manufacturing anything. He's literally all he's doing is manufacturing advice, okay, mm-hmm. his advice. But he still has it as a limited liability corporation. You want to know why? Because he wants to make sure he can't. they can't take the entire kit and caboodle when they find mm-hmm. out he's lied to them. Right. They can only take a limited a limited bit. That's why he just, that's how you can tell he's a fucking scumbag piece of shit cocksucker. He was nominated to be director of the Office of Surface Mining, Reclamation and Enforcement. The latest Trump administration appointee with ties to the industry, he or she would regulate. Congress must approve the nomination. During the Obama administration, Gardner fought all of this uh office surface mining reclamation and enforcement moves to update a federal stream protection rule that regulated running uh, regulated mining close to streams. Congress revoked that rule in February. Go ahead. Go ahead. Put your slurry yeah. and sludge into the, into the fresh streams. Mm-hmm. All these people out there that are complaining, uh, we can't, you know, we're going to find out about this with the, uh, the tax bill, okay? Because if they don't get rid of the salt, the uh, state and local taxes that you can write off, Mm-hmm. Okay, on your federal taxes. Okay, they're gonna they're basically gonna have to come up with another way of trimming the sales on the budget. Otherwise, it's gonna mm-hmm. add one point some one point three trillion over the next five years, something like that, to our debt and to our okay. to our national debt. All these people that scream about you know what kind of we're handing down this huge national debt to our children and stuff. Yeah. You seem really concerned about that, but you don't seem concerned about the stream running outside of their back door that you're handing down to them that's now going to be filled with coal slurry. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, you fucking hypocrite piece of shit motherfucker. So, what else? Well, Iraq seizes Saudi share in U.S. oil market. Okay. True story. You know, all those years ago when... uh you know, when Cheney was like, well, we'll, get, we'll make the money back in the oil. Well, we're going to do that right about now is when he was thinking. Now, 16 years later, you know, we're fine. Basically, Saudi Arabia is trying, you know, as part of OPEC, trying to keep the oil prices down. Iraq, and so they're, they're not exporting as much. And the United States, of course, is producing more because now it's a fucking free-for-all. Mm. But we still need to import oil. And Iraq is decided that they will pick up. The uh, the gap in there, and so now we're we're getting our oil from Iraq. Right. We're now How getting about that? that oil. You know, you like that one? Saudi citizens plagued by new taxes, high unemployment after oil prices collapse. Whoops, a daisy. You know, I I really feel sorry for the. Wait, no, nope, not so yeah, much. Yeah. Almost, yeah. almost, almost had it there. Right? Almost, <laughs> I was so fucking. <laughs> I didn't crack my. Crude oil prices settle higher on growing support for OPEC deal extension. I was talking about this. I don't know, a year ago or six months ago, whatever, you know, trying to get the members of OPEC to actually abide by uh, production limitations is somewhat akin to, you know, trying to get herding cats, trying to get, you know, mm, okay. fucking gerbils. Why do you want to hurt cats? Wine. Why do you want to hurt cats? Man? I don't know. I don't want to hurt you know, kitties. <laughs> yeah, but that's what, you know, but apparently... That's what's happening. They need oil prices to go up, and they are. They are skyrocketing. They close at 54.19. I say by the end of the year, they'll be at 60, which is my prediction. I predict mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year, oil prices will be at 60. I put, I said put your buy limit 
orders in at 60, 62, 65. Got all that? Right now, I'm getting my ass kicked on the margins, okay, because margin call would have killed me over the last eight months. However, it's coming back around, coming back around to Tony time. Exxon settles dispute with Chad, avoiding $74 billion fine. Hey, I wonder if uh, our boy X Tillers, Rex Tillers, Exxon Tillers, whatever his name mm-hmm. is, our secretary of state. Yeah. Tex, Rex, <laughs> Rexon Tillerson. That's it. Rexon Tillerson. wonder if he had anything to do with that. Think he had a little point in that? Because, you know, Exxon was the company he used to used mm-hmm. to run. Mm-hmm. Now he's in Africa, and he talked his way, literally talked his way out of a $74 billion fine for the company he used to be the chairman of. Well done. Oil prices, next stop, $85 a barrel, question mark. <laughs> Motley Fool, one of those investment places that is wrong as often as it is right, to be mm. sure. Okay, yeah, they got... They're probably a shade over 50% in the plus column. They're at like 53, 47 or something like that. Okay. But they're taking a look at this. You know, they're they're starting to take a look at the global oil market. They're saying, is 85 a barrel next? So who knows? I might be right. As of now, all my other financial predictions, completely wrong. I'm wrong. Got them all wrong. Gold is still at 1,200 plus, an, uh, you know, an ounce. I don't get it. I don't okay. understand it. Except for the fact that it's fear-driven. This mm-hmm. is a fear-driven commodity. Fox News, they love this shit. Oh, they yeah. They love uh, it. You know, William Devane, what's in your safe? I don't have a fucking safe. Right? Bank of America's <laughs> my safe. Right? If you can't touch it, do you really own it? I Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you ask Trump that? <laughs> That's their slogan. <laughs> they they want you to convert it all into a gold, to like actual gold coins, and they'll give mm. you a free safe. They'll give you the safe to put mm. it all in, so you don't have to actually keep it in a safety deposit box because that's in a bank. You want to take it. yourself out of it. You want to all of it. Like this King Midas, you want to touch it. This is literally breaking down. Rub you know, it on nationalist, your body. Nationalist impl- you know. You know, instincts down to the individual level stop it <laughs> melt it into a goblet <laughs> talk to me about your fire powered drink the your, your coal fired computer, computer. I, I was so excited i was i turned on every computer i owned i turned on a computer computer so old it was coal fired i just showed it for this morning 5 30 it's like who's indicted send him to prison send him to prison <laughs> no i just i i Snobbal- I just want to see. Snob- I want to see the Snob- domino Snob- effect. Snophilopagopolis. Yeah, Please yeah. That, George, George, poop on top of us. Snophilopagopolis. <laughs> yeah, Daddy Papagot. Yeah, Papagalos. <laughs> the mooch, nooch, nooch. <laughs> Whatever. He just folded right up. Oh, please. Now you know we we're talking about uh, this. Where's Where's our boy? Where's Where's Kush? No, no, we're, right, Kush and, out and, of the country. And, and we haven't. He's gone. The deal making. That's a question. Who's what going to make a deal? And the to only squeal? way they're back here is to extradite him. Like we're going to have to ask a foreign country to extradite him. Who's going to squeal? Oh, Who's going to sing? Oh, they're going to fucking sing. They're all. I promise you. No, it was him. No, it was him. No, it was oh, him. And they're all going to go. You know. No, I didn't know. Was it? Uh, the, what was yeah. that guy's name? You know, Gotti and Sammy. They're all going to go. Sammy the Bull, baby. They're all going to go. Sammy the Bull on God. Fucking rolled over like a fucking piece of play-doh man seriously just fucking rolled 17 murders got to go away to tucson yeah. well done son well done 17 that he that he like 
admitted to. You know there's yeah. like another 20, 30, you know, that he did on the side, you know, gratis. I'm sure those are very bad people. Do you think? So let's see what happens. I don't know what happened to Kush, man. I don't know what happened. It's just I'm so excited about the news these days. Him and their <laughs> wife is, I don't know. In any event, that's enough of that. Just wanted to get yeah. you caught up on oil. Got it. And the newest, the newest epidemic, it's groping. Yep. Groping. Yep. It's the new groping. black. There you go. Or the new crack. No, that was the opioid. The, the, the gropioid the, epidemic. There it is. The gropioid <laughs> epidemic. There it is, baby. Trademark. Wah, 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 wah. We keep the groove going here. Delight on the groove of Don on SoFloRadio.com. care of your teeth. You have a, a ca- quite a cavity here. Is it safe? Look, I tell you, I can't do it. Is it not remarkable? <laughs> Simple oil of cloves and how amazing the results. Life can be that simple. Relief, discomfort. Now, which of these I next apply? That decision is in your hands. So,
Mexican man for you. Lay for somebody's here. Chico. Yo vine de Miami y este es parte de mi religión y no me diga que me calle. Oh, please don't worry. I'm not going into that cavity. That nerve's already dying. A live, freshly cut nerve is infinitely more sensitive. So, I'll just drill into a healthy tooth until I reach the pulp. Unless, of course, you can tell me that it's safe. 
do nothing. If it's known, it would have told. Get rid of him. Daytime, nighttime, anytime the right time. Who's the boss? Of course, internet's wrong. Your mission is to destroy all competition. Good luck. Now here we go, hug the stereo. It might pump a jump around. Bum rush the sound. Beat it down. Run it in the ground. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Oh well, they fell. Their records couldn't sell. Even if you gave them away free. Oh honey, you just don't wanna be rap star. And now you're trying to front on me. But kids who play suffer when the beat is on. And the going gets tougher when the heat is on. I go off and I be keeping it kept on. Make like a rap breakout or get stepped on. Step child, you just a son in this. Internet is like running this year. Damn. Go ahead, do that instead. Pick up your head, cause I flew that. Internet, wearing no shorts, giving the Lord for telling you who's the boy. Internet. Your allies, they're clever. So use all actions if necessary. And remember, you are our future. If you were break because you escaped but getting hit with, you nit with, you better get with. Internet on set, cause I'm I'm going head up. Now get up. Duck who get stuck in. Grab your cup and I'ma fill it to the rim. Take a sip, don't bite your lip. Don't take bites out. Or it's gonna be MC's lights out. So duck out because you stuck out. And that strike be the young, the old, the bold. They all might be looking because I'm hooking, but I ain't a hooker. So say that for TJ that he's saying. She say ain't no threat. I'm knocking out games with no stress. So who's the boss? It ain't a weak chick. So let me launch a rhyme and let the beat kick. And yes, you might wind up dead on a rifle Cause this is survival of the fittest So do your push-ups and get weighted I'll get off it without that No question about that Yo, I doubt that Face-to-face, rhyme for rhyme Fist-to-fist, sweet dreams When rings hit lips So slow down, I won't go down In a throwdown Yep, she's out Now that's another hole Damn, you should be knowing this You can't flow with this The best of game stress The death solo is our role The mic transforms like a decep Ace in effect Who could possibly effect The chick with soul The boss who has to master The duck to front I make like a ghetto and black
go. The slow guns. Tom Petty Classic. Listen to her heart. That, of course, was live from the Shrine up at 133rd and Adam Clayton Powell Jr. Boulevard. <laughs> uh, that was from the show I went to on Friday the 13th uh, with Roger and Tom Semioli and stuff. That is uh, my friend Eric Altman. I played the slow guns before. I like that version of it. You know, those guys, that's the kind of music that Eric writes and records. You know, very just straight up American rock and roll. And he's not trying to make this song his own. He just wants to do a really good, faithful version of it. And he does. It's great stuff. Before that, Reginald Milton and the Soul Jets. Clap your hands. That's 45 from 1972. Reginald was only 13 years old when he recorded this. He's out of Texas. So last week I did Blow Your Whistle. This week, Clap Your Hands. Who the fuck knows what I'm going to do next week? I've already thought of like a couple of ones right now. They just popped into my head. None of which I think they're funny. But to me, they're like fucking whoopee cushion jokes. I love that shit. Probably not that good. Before that, yeah, we had a couple of, uh, well, before that, oh, pff, Antoinette, Who's the Boss from Who's the Boss, 1989, her first album. Great fucking album. Antoinette, one of those early, you know, rap chicks that got it right. She's, she's one of the original ones out there. Before that, yeah, Miles Davis, okay, one phone call from his album Street Scenes. Um, I posted a version of this, you know, it's a great version of the song. On this, you know, on this song, John Schofield plays guitar. That's from like, you know, fucking, I don't know, 30 some odd years ago. And then the opening track that we started with today before we hit the first set, band called Soul Live, guitar on that, John Schofield again. His playing is timeless. He is in demand. His sound is something that everybody wants. You know, when Miles Davis asks you to record with him, if you're in the jazz world, that's it. That's all you need to put on your fucking resume. Miles Davis, you know, hired me to do studio work for him. That's it. That's a resume. That's a, that is a resume right there. And I posted a version of this tune last Monday, okay? Um, and it was with Joe Bonamasso and Robin Ford on guitar um, from like a blues cruise. And they were doing a, a version of this song, One Phone Call. And it was really because, you know, it was my way of helping Grooveteers avoid getting, you know, cold sweats without having to hightail it off to their local meth clinic because, you know, it was an extra week off. And I did that in between the, the two shows before. And I just, just so you all know, I'm thinking of your groove supply at all times. All right. I care about your groove. I care about your groove. And kicking off the set, yeah, D Light, their theme from World Click. In 1990, I partied with those guys at the old Palladium. This is a long, long time ago. Oh. So I got to party with those guys, yeah. Bootsy, little Bootsy there. Mm-hmm. A, a touch of Bootsy. Bootsy's got some brand new stuff out. So you want to keep your eye out for that. Bootsy Collins just came out with his brand new CD on Mascot. I, of course, will be getting a copy of that. He's, I believe, going to be touring starting in uh, January. Spoke to my brother. He's going to hook me up with that. Some great shows coming up next year. I'm, I'm already getting psyched for the Dixie Dregs in March. That's right. that's my thing. I'm 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 sporting wood already. Okay, so that whole you know if it continues after four hours, four months, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have one. Okay, all right. So there you go. So time for me to take care of the people who take care of me. And this go around, I've got a double dose. Of Mucho Mahalo. First off, 
I got a shout out to Dr. Mark Mingell and the crew at Mingell Dental in Oakland Park. Is it safe? You betcha. With Dr. Mark DMD on the drills of steel and Kathy snapping x-rays of such quality that one might mistake her for the spawn of Suze Randall and Richard Avedon. Trust me, your pearly whites are in fine hands. So whatever you're used to having in your mouth, the crew at Mingell Dental is going to make sure you can have as much of it as you want for as long as you want. And with one hand on the mouse and the other hand on the phone and somehow another one rifling through the files, don't ask me how, Rosie at the front desk makes sure that if you're scheduled for 2 o'clock, you're rinsing by 2.15 because MC Shortcake likes to keep the groove running smooth and she don't take kindly to wasting time, hers or yours. Absolutely Groovathon approved. They are on Bayview Drive just south of Oakland Park Boulevard, 954-566-1548. Mingo Dental, they're the tops for your chops. Nice. <laughs> I, you know. Did you rehearse that a little? I do. A <laughs> little bit. Little, little bit. We bit. Hey, the, 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 you know, the challenge was thrown down. Okay? Right. Because I told him about, you know, doing the thing for precision. Oh, you should come up with one for us. I'm like, okay. There you go, baby. This uh, this little article caught my eye. Uh, let me see. Well, if I get this thing off my freaking screen, I'd like to be able to do that. There you go. Ten-year-old charged with felony after leading Ohio State troopers on 100-mile-per-hour car chase. This is the second time this kid did this. Okay? Yeah. Prosecutors are charged a 10-year-old boy after he led Ohio State police on 100-mile-an-hour car chase on Thursday morning. The boy was charged with willfully fleeing and eluding a third-degree felony and held overnight in a juvenile facility. The boy's father had reported him missing after he took the family car from their home around, you know, 9 o'clock in the morning. After appearing in court, the boy was released to his mother. Case been transferred to Cuyahoga, blah, blah, blah. I saw the um, the videos of this. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. They, the kids on the side of the road at one point. After going at like 100 miles an hour, the cops, you know, closed off the highway. So he just went to the side of the highway and was driving on the grass. That's chutzpah then. Yo, side, this kid, no. okay, NASCAR champion. Okay, or something. Or something, yeah, off-road. A this Dukes kid, he's got it in his blood. I know this is the kind of kid that my boy Dave Carey is like, you know, he would, he'll mentor him. Dave would like to mentor this child. Of course, that means it's time for me to take care of the other people who take care of me. Yeah, Precision Auto Works, Pompano Beach, Florida, 954-247-9362. Dave, the entire A-S-E certified crew bumper to bumper. If it if it moves on wheels, Dave's your man. Just over there, I was talking on the last show about how he was working on a Sunday. Because he had just gotten a 525 horsepower, a brand new LS3 uh, V8 engine. Okay, and I'm talking about how he's working on Sunday. So I stopped in there. I had to do some driving last week, uh, you know, a week or two ago. And so, yeah, right after I got back from New York, I went, you know, just do the once over. The fluids, the tires, blah, 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 make sure everything looks right. Okay, I go in, there's the engine. He's got it sitting in the middle. And he's like, it's literally... Like, he's the proud father. Look at this. I can put the exhaust. See how the exhaust goes through the thing over here? So we carve this out so we can extend the exhaust. He's literally, I swear to God, this is porno for him. This is it. Okay? And the and the LS3525, and that's fucking John Holmes in the engine department. He's got a couple others in there that are actually, you know, Mandingo. <laughs> you know, well, it's only 1,200 horsepower. 1,200 horsepower? He's like, well, it's not street legal. No kidding. 
uh, obviously, you know, this place is the only place I go to. All right. They do everything. If it's in your car, if you've got an internal combustion engine produced after the year 1900, Dave is your man. Mention the Groovathon. There is a discount. You can go to the SoFloRadio.com site. Click on the link that says Tony C. SoFlo Groovathon. It'll take you to my page. Every show I've ever done there, there's a link for you to be downloaded and listened to for free. Every song played on that show is listed directly above the link at the very top. You'll see a description of the show. And a link, which will take you right to Precision Auto Works webpage. Okay, he finally got it. He got his own webpage. It actually looks kind of nice now. It's it's simple. It's simple, but, you know, it, you learn, you know what you have to know. None of this, you know, testimonial, this, and blah, blah, blah. He's got a five-star rating on Google, though. Right. Let's, wow. just, let's just step back for a second, okay? Five-star rating, not four and a half, not four to quarter. Five-star rating. So I'm obviously not the only one who has absolute confidence, not faith, confidence in this man that it'll get right. 954-247-9362, Precision Auto Works, Pompano Beach, Florida. It is the place where people who love their cars take their cars. <laughs> Timing. You like that? The cinematic nice pause right time. there? Nice hang time. Nice hang time. Okay, you know what that means, of course. It is time for the drive groove. Yeah, baby. I'm going to get you a red line for this one. We kick it off with Rory Gallagher on the drive groove on SoFloRadio.com. <laughs> And you should pass by Sure to jump right in Well I don't have no clothes to clean But inside the machine It's the craziest place I have ever been Come round And meet my friends They'll be there with me With me to the end with me to the Street like an old stray cat 
If you should look for me, you'll know exactly where to go. Come round and be my friend. Every there with me. Right through the air. Right through to the air. Right through to the end. Mammy and Pappy Just about the age of ten 
I got me a job working on the levee, toting water for the hard-working men. Walk on, boy. Walk on down the road. Ain't nobody in the whole wide world gonna help you carry your load. One day my pappy told me some advice I'd like to give to you. Son, find a good woman, be good to her, and she's gonna be good to you. Walk on, boy. Walk on down the road. Ain't nobody in the whole wide world gonna help you carry your load. Let's pick it together, son. Should ask you, just who is that fellow Brown? You can tell him I'm the boy that left his hammer smoking where he beat that old steam drill down. Walk on, boy. Walk on down the road. Ain't nobody in the whole wide world gonna help you carry your load. Falling once again 
and step over the
There you go, baby. Part two of the uh, Samantha Fish double shot right there. Gone for good. That's a live cut from uh, Boise, Idaho, I think. She uses a, uh, on that track, she uses a cereal box guitar. You know, one of those things you see. So it's like about four strings. She's doing all slide. All right. Doing all slide. Chick's got it going on, man. Chick's who can rock. And she's one of them. She is an emerging star. You want to check her out. Samantha Fish, before that, brand new stuff from Supersonic Blues Machine. Hard Times from their album California Soul, which just came out this year. That features Steve Lukather on guitar there. One of the, uh, he was, you know, original guitar player from Toto. And for years, he was like the hot studio guitar player in New York City. Kip Winger was mm-hmm. West Coast. Lukather was East Coast. He's, you know, this is the guy, you want that rock and roll guitar sound? Hire Steve. And I swear to God, for like 10 years, he, you know, people like him and Jeff Gunk Baxter, guys like that, they were just, they build out at some ridiculous amount of money and they constantly worked. Always, always, always worked. Steve Lukather, gotta love him. He's actually got some solo stuff out. Um, he's been recording as well on Mascot Records. Mascot's got like this stable of shredders now. They're like the new, it used to be, uh, Trying to remember what the label was back in the eighties that had, you know, the original guys like Greg Howe and Paul Gilbert and all those guys. Um but there was only you know, now it's mascots picking up. They're out of Europe, that that label over there, but they're starting to get a little bit more of an American influence. For that, one of my favorites, the three pickers, that is uh Earl Scruggs, Doc Watson, and Ricky Skaggs. Ricky Skaggs getting a lot of play. I did that thing with Albert Lee from uh, the Great American Music Show. And that it was, uh, I, didn't, I didn't play Luxury Liner. I played song, but Ricky's guy getting some time. That is Walk On By, live from the uh, DVD uh, that they came out with. They recorded it. Just, it's so worth owning that. The Three Pickers, it's just, Doc, first of all, Doc Watson is an American legend. Doc Watson is, he's one, Doc Watson's one of the greats. I'm just going to, you know, you got Flat and Scruggs. You've got these people out there, and then you've got Doc Watson, who is the master. I'm so fortunate I got to see him live a long time ago in Burlington, Vermont. And kicking off the set, kicking off the drive groove, yeah, one of the greats. Rory Gallagher, laundromat. That is from his first solo album, uh, Rory Gallagher, came out in 1971. I played stuff from him before from his uh, original band, Taste. I did uh, On the Boards. Of course, there's still there's a uh, petition out there uh, to try and get the uh, – Airport in Cork, Ireland, renamed the Rory Gallagher Airport. I support that. I'm I'm with that. Shout out to my man Drew Gayton all the way out there at the Asian, the Asian House Restaurant, or whatever out in uh, in Oregon. He's cooking out there. Big Rory Gallagher fan. Big Gary Moore fan. He likes those two Irish guitar players, as do I. Just unusual to find somebody who's like that's it for him. He's a big Rory Gallagher fan. So there you go, pal. Seventy six. All right. In the can. I'm loving the fact I I'm, I like doing the sets ahead of time so that I can I can get you know the order right and then I just hand it to the master. I bring it over to the master and then when you, you're done with it, it's like yeah that's that's what I wanted it to sound like. Here's the songs in order and then this is what I dreamt about. Boom. There you go. Shakalaka. So it's we, it's a great system. It is. I I love it and look I know that. This is the one area you and I are very similar in. Okay, there's a right way to mix it, and if right. you don't do yeah. it, then you're going to have to redo it, right? <laughs> you know? right. Because 
at the, that that mix going into Antoinette, who's the boss after the the, the marathon man? Come on, yeah. come on! Yeah. Very nice. Give me a break okay. over here. I love that. All also, right. the uh, what was it? The Thievery Corporation mm. into Black Murder. I love that. That was. Uh, ah, ah, ah. That's why I have a shrine. I have my own Grand Master Flash shrine. I've got incense and little chimes and stuff with a picture of you <laughs> wearing your granny glasses. I'll tell you something. You make granny glasses look fucking cool, baby. I'm bringing them back. You are bringing Bring them back. Bring granny back. Yo, that yeah. shit is fucking dope. Granny glasses. The I new got all black. the accessories. I got the hat. I got the headphones. Cyborg granny. <laughs> oh, that's right. You got your, your Bluetooth Wait, wait, wait. I got my... Yo, I got you know my, what? I got it's my finger enough. sleeves. Check it out. You know what but, it's cold enough for? You know, listen, I brought it out this morning. Did you? I, I wore it all around. I wore it all around. And I couldn't pair it with my phone. Oh! You know, it paired with oh. my previous phone just fine, but not this one. Not that it mattered because I don't really wear headphones inside my apartment. Right. But nevertheless, but, we, I, I, but you I, cracked I, it I wore it. Of course. Yeah, yeah I wore it all this I morning. It was cold. Finally. First thing, before I put... Pants on. I was like, I got a hat for this. <laughs> I know. And My bathrobe a- doesn't have a hood, but I have this hat. Yeah, but you've got this hat, and that's the key. Yeah. Oh, it's comfy. Very because comfy. It's nice. It's good sleeping weather out there. Yep. I'm going to tell you something. I was telling a friend of mine that this kind of weather, this is what it was like every day in Hawaii when I lived out there on a big island. Wow. I get up. You know, you get up at six o'clock in the morning. It's like 55 degrees. By 11 o'clock in the morning, it's 85 degrees, but it's crisp. Mm-hmm. It's not dense air it's crisp air first of all i'm at 3,000 3, feet so mm. that matters you're also in the middle of the pacific ocean so it's the cleanest testable air on the planet but this is what it was like every day the, nice. the guy hoggy the uh the weatherman out there for nbc three four days a week starts off his weather forecast like this well once again islanders best weather on the planet <laughs> I mean, seriously He's, he uses those words a hundred times a year a hundred times a year, and he means it every time. Once again, best weather on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> Starting off today at a very crisp 62, going up to the low 80s today. No rain in sight, except over the high mountain areas in Maui, Kauai, and the Big Island. Mm-hmm. Other than that, beautiful surfing weather. Looks like surf temperatures. We've got surf. No, the surf report is the next thing. The weather's always nice. beautiful. Let's move on to the surf report. That's what, right outside, and now... Yeah, As, you know we're missing trees now. It's that crystal clear. Walk in here, it's like I know, bright. boy. I can see the horizon. You know, I saw a rocket launch earlier while you were talking. Really? I'm not lying. Far out. It was just, but it's way out there. I saw like, what the hell is that? In the little like, you normally chemtrails don't go straight up straight into up the in, air. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's one arch to the right, and then it did a little. But it's what's the patient thing? I'm looking out the distance right now, and there isn't a cloud. By the way, I'm joking about the, that's what's his joke. That was for humor. Chemtrails. People out there. <laughs> I know. Conspiracy theory done. But there isn't a cloud in the sky. They're literally, okay. Yeah, which nothing. For Florida. Nothing. For, for South Florida, and there's, and you there's don't no, see it. This no humidity, like, so there's no haze. Right. So basically, so, yeah. this is like one of maybe 10 days a year that are like this. We get beautiful, yeah. we'll get another Crystal clear. 50, 60, 70 yeah. spectacular days. But there isn't a fucking cloud in the sky. Nothing. And it's crisp. It's I love it's it. It's dry. That, it's crisp. It's baby. dry. Yo, brisk, baby. Don't forget your chapstick. Don't forget your chapstick. <laughs> I should day. call my daughter. Why? Chapstick. Ah! She'll forget her chapstick. She'll forget her chapstick. Uh, well, there you go, baby. You know what? I'm going to come back in a couple of weeks. I'm going to try and do the exact same thing again. Just a little bit better. Going to get you out of here. 
a little, you know, a little theme music for the Trump administration. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about over here? Inspired? Inspired? Absolutely. I know it's Christmas morning for you. That's right. I know it is. I'm going to sing along. I invite everyone else to as well. <laughs> Absolutely. This is this is the fun. And now, I'm going to tell you something. You know, he's he's about to he's doing like a 12-day trip to Asia. Mm. Heading off to Asia mm. for 12 days. Might not come back. Well, let's see. Might defect. Uh, no, I'm thinking, I wonder if the only way he comes back is if he has to be extradited. <laughs> who don't? Who do, the Kush. Do we have an, extra, do we have an extradition treaty with Russia? <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually we do, believe it or not. We also have one Whoa. with China. There are very few, you know, most of the extradition treaties we have are focused on the death penalty. So there are countries that if somebody okay. is uh, accused of murder and is looking I at a see. death penalty case, countries... A lot of countries in Europe and around the world, Canada, so, for, for instance, won't extradite we need if to, you if if there's a chance of the death penalty. If you take the death penalty off the table, they'll extradite. But you got these people down in the south. They're like, no, I want to kill the motherfucker. So I'm I just going to let him live in Europe for the rest of his life because I don't want him spending the rest of his life in jail. I'd rather put a needle in him. What the fuck? So what I need to look up is whether or not our extradition treaty with Russia covers treason well, to, with not, Russia. He's not going. To, <laughs> I no, I mean not right away, but you know he goes to Asia, oh, and there's all the drop, the drop, Snowden. the drops charge. I don't know. The, ask uh, Edward Snowden. Charges drop. <laughs> right, the charges drop, and uh, uh, you know, an Air Force One takes the detour. I know it's it's really. I I was totally surprised to find out that opposition research was done. I was shocked. I didn't know that that took place. Uh, no, but see, here's the thing: they they are the ones that contracted the company. In I the know first originally place. because they all hated like, Trump. Op- right, they all hated they Trump. Hated Trump. Op- opposition they research is like, oh, he's our candidate. Then when they, then never, when they found nah, out that they were going to be forced to suck his dick for the next yeah. four years, they didn't want to actually they fucking ram it up. Right. You know, so right. yeah. Yeah, so, uh, this is one of those things. This is where, where Fox is in like an alternate fucking universe. It is totally. Oh, whatever. Yeah. You know what? Though one can only hope that Johnny Cash's words come to fruition for these scumbags. We're gonna get you out of here with a little of the master, as always, for myself and Graham's master flash, the man over there. It is Aloha and peace. Good night, mom. <laughs> I hear the train a-coming, it's rolling around the bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. But that train keeps rolling on down to San Antonio. When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son, always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry. There's rich folks eating in a fancy dining car They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars Well, I know I had it coming 
I know I can't be free But those people keep a moving And that's what tortures me Down the line, far from Folsom Prison, that's where I want to stay. And I'd let that lonesome whistle blow my blues away. From high atop 1926 Hollywood Boulevard, you're listening to SoFloRadio.com.